Hello, everyone. This is Gerald Salenti, and it's June 22nd, 2022. A lot of twos in that. Two, 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 two. I wonder what that adds up to. Well, it adds up to having with us the honorable number one authority that nobody can touch in America, a judicial authority with a background that's a number one. Judge Andrew Napolitano, to talk about what in the world is going on in America and around the world, and basically that is robbing us of our freedom, our justice, and our peace. And he has a a great article in here that he just did about um, Julian Assange and personal freedom. And there's one before, Judge, uh, thank you for being here. And before we, we, we go into your piece, you know, you, you have a, a line here that, that uh, about the government. And you say, I have argued that the essence of government is the negation of liberty. And, and, and how people just bow down to their government and, and, and lose their liberty. So thank you for being with us, Judge. And, and, and let, it was Julian Assange issue is a big issue because yeah. it's more than just Julian Assange. Correct. And good morning, Gerald. It's a pleasure to be with you. And thank you for the generous uh, introduction. You know, Assange is the head of WikiLeaks, and Assange uh, exposed murder, torture, killing the presence of American troops in countries with which we were not at war, all in the Bush administration. The exposures came out during the Obama administration. How did he get this uh, information? It was all top secret, hundreds of thousands of pages. It was stolen by an army intelligence specialist named Bradley Edward Manning. Uh, Manning was arrested, uh, pleaded guilty to some of the charges, was convicted on others and was sentenced to 35 years in jail. His sentence was commuted by President Obama a couple of hours before uh, Donald Trump was sworn in uh, as president. So Assange took stolen material, material very much in the public interest and published them. Is that protected by the First Amendment? Answer, it absolutely is. We know from the Pentagon Papers case, almost right on point, Daniel Ellsberg stole documents from the Pentagon, which proved, no surprise, that LBJ's generals were lying to him and that he was lying to the United States. He gave those documents to the New York Times and the Washington Post. The Nixon administration got a judge to uh, prevent the Times and the Post from publishing them. Within seven days, the Supreme Court lifted that order, said they can be published, and expanded the First Amendment, reminding everybody the press is the eyes and ears of the public. And if they acquire something of material interest to the public, it doesn't matter how they get it, they can publish it without civil liability and without criminal liability. So when the Trump administration indicted Assange for espionage, this was just getting back at him by the intelligence community, the deep state that he had embarrassed. But it's a sham. The prosecution is absolutely prohibited by the Pentagon Papers case. The reason this is newsworthy is because last week he was ordered extradited from a, a British prison to the United States. 
along the line of the extradition hearing, a judge in Great Britain found that if Assange comes to the United States, he will not stay alive, that the CIA will kill him. An appeals court said, too bad. Since then, Assange's people have found more evidence of the CIA plot to kill him, which the CIA has not denied. What a world we live in that we can talk like this as if we're talking about the weather. The CIA is going to murder somebody as, as, as if they're outside the law and above the Constitution and can do whatever they want. Guess what? They think they are outside the law and above the Constitution and can do whatever they want. And, and if the government can do this to Assange because he published truthful materials that embarrass them, it can do it to you and me and any journalist in the land. And again, you know, it's um, this country's turned in, you know, people call it a communist country. You know, it's, 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 it's a combination between communist and fascist. You know, what does Mussolini call it? You know, the merger of state and corporate powers. The corporate powers are are totally in charge. And on the communist side, you know, I'll tell you what to do. You have no freedom. You know, get back in your house. I'm locking down everything. I'm locking down everything. I have no scientific evidence. I have political science. This country is destroyed. And you're talking about, you know, this is secret intelligence information that they put out. What, what do you mean? How, how come we can't see it? And what did the information show? that Assange put out there, Judge? Death of civilians, targeting civilians in Afghanistan uh, and Iraq, torture, bribing foreign countries, presence of U.S. military in countries where we had not declared war in Congress and nobody uh, knew about it, and massive lying. Bush was humiliated. He deserved to be humiliated. In, in one instance, the Bush people had expressly denied that the event happened, and then Assange showed a video of it happening. So they were humiliated. It's interesting to show the culture of government. All of this embarrassment of Bush came out in the Obama administration. And the Trump administration indicted people for Assange for embarrassing Bush. Trump hates Bush, but still the culture of government did that. Same thing with Nixon. When, when the Ellsberg Pentagon Papers came out, came out during the Nixon administration, didn't embarrass Nixon, it embarrassed LBJ. But the Nixon DOJ went after Ellsberg for it. By the way, when they prosecuted Ellsberg, during the prosecution, during the trial, the FBI broke into Ellsberg's psychiatrist's office. You may remember this incident. Yeah. To steal the psychiatrist's records so that the prosecutors could use it against Ellsberg in his trial. When a courageous federal judge found out about this, he threw the whole case out. The government didn't even bother appealing. The culture of government is lawlessness. The government does three things well. It lies, it steals, and it kills. In the Assange case, it has perfected those things. Will you repeat that again? The government the, does three The culture things. of government is, what'd you say? Well, the culture of government is that they can get away with anything. It's they can do whatever they want said, right? as long as they can get away with it. Yep. The government does three things well. It lies, it steals, and it kills. In the Assange case, it has perfected those three things. Julian Assange 
is a hero, an American hero. By the way, he's never been to the United States. So I don't know how he could possibly be charged with espionage. He has no duty of loyalty to the United States. That's another issue for the court to resolve. But he's an American hero because he exposed unbridled government, government that recognizes no restraints on itself. An unbridled government is the arch enemy of personal freedom. And look how they got him in jail. First of all, making up a thing, what, that he that he raped a woman or something? Uh, they lured him to uh, London because of the phony rape charge. They yeah. dropped the rape charge. Um, he hid out in the basement of the Ecuadorian embassy. He was then indicted in the U.S. The Ecuadorian said, don't worry, you can stay here as long as you want. One day while he's having breakfast, there are 15 British cops in his room forcibly uh, extracting him. He hasn't seen the light of day since then. You know, you See, go part of this that. is part of this is Trump's fault for ra ranting and raving against Obama for commuting the sentence of Bradley uh, Manning. Uh, part of this is uh, Biden's fault for uh, prosecuting him so aggressively, and part of this is the fault of the British government, with which my dear friend is nothing but a lackey to the U.S. government. They are a lapdog to the U.S. government. The Brits will do whatever the U.S. government wants at any given moment. Well, how about that low-life piece of scum, Tony Blair, lying the, the people into the war to get along with, because Bush pushed them into the Iraq war? Correct. And you don't get, a, you know, you don't get lower than him when you look at that clown, that arrogant little Tony Blair. You know, you go on to say here that... Um, the ensuing weeks, like at least hundreds of thousands of pages of secret classified material. Again, secret classified material. We, the stupid people of Slavelandia, have no right to see what they don't want us to see. It's only our money that they steal that keep them in, you know, get these organizations going. But anyway, and, and Diplomats Cable, which further embarrassed Bush and the Obama administration. The government claimed the war was the largest security breach of secret materials in American history. The documents reveal the crimes and deaths on a grand scale. Now, look how the media talks about Russia's invasion of Ukraine. It's a brutal invasion. They keep using the word brutal all the time. And now... U.S. Attorney General Merrick Garland made an unannounced visit to Ukraine on Tuesday to discuss efforts to prosecute war crimes from Russia's invasion. Merrick Garland is going to make sure the laws applied in Ukraine as hundreds of J-6 defendants rotting in a D.C. gulag, <laughs> they write in this thing, denied their constitutional rights to a speedy trial. This is from... Uh, um, one of the sites I picked it up from. The, um, the unwavering support of the United States for the people of Ukraine amid an unprovoked and unjust Russian invasion, Garland said, standing along Ukraine's prosecutor general. I'm here to continue our discussions about the actions that the United States is taking to assist the Ukrainian authorities in holding accountable those responsible for the atrocities, for the war crimes that the entire world has seen, Garland said. Hey, Garland, how about the war crimes of America? 
How about what Julian Assange just showed, you low-life piece of garbage? Look, this is um, this is malfeasance in office for him to spend money to go over there because the U.S. Department of Justice has nothing whatsoever to do with what's happening uh, in Ukraine. Biden wants to send uh, uh, military equipment because Congress authorized it. I would have voted against it, but it's lawful because Congress authorized it. There's no legal basis whatsoever for Garland to be there. There is a legal basis for Garland to prosecute the people that Julian Assange exposed because there's no statute of limitations on war crimes and there's no uh, executive pardon recognized for war crimes. George W. Bush and the people captured in those videos that, expunge, that Assange exposed should hold their breath. We know that George W. can't go to Europe. There's been a European-wide uh, arrest warrant out for him for years because of these war crimes. But this hypocrisy, this outright hypocrisy, what's your favorite war? Do you like the Vietnam War? I think I like the Korean War. No, no, no. I, I like the, uh, the Iraq Wars, both of them. And, and, and I love the Afghan war. It only lasted for 20 years. Of course, it's about two, two, three million dollars, trillion dollars, and slaughtered hundreds of thousands of people. You know, and you're talking about Obama? How about that murderer? I want that guy Assad out of there. I want that guy Gaddafi out of there. Oh, how about all the drone strikes? And he's quoted in a book, Double Down. I'm really good at killing people. So Garland, hey, little boy Garland, you little clown. How come... Where are you? How come you're not bringing them up on? Uh, the U.S. is sending an unmistakable message. There is no place to hide. We and our partners will pursue every avenue available to make sure that those who are responsible for these atrocities are held accountable, he said. Un what? Unless they're Americans. Yeah. Unless they're high-ranking Americans. Yep. Then the place to hide is under Garland's wing, because neither, because not he nor his predecessors nor probably his successors will prosecute Americans for the war crimes uh, that they have committed. Remember when that idiot George W. was was speaking, I think at his own library, and and he he, he had a Freudian slip, yep, and accused himself of bringing American troops into an unjust war in Iraq, and then yep. he started correcting himself, and then he went back and said it again in a, in a joking way. How can you joke about the slaughter of innocents? Oh, and you watch that video. The guy, he's like, yeah, ooh, ooh, yeah, and the guy said the thing was a fraud, and he, and he bought the whole, into the whole thing. They said they were from Ukraine, and they, and they said, we have a couple of air, uh, pilots over here, and, he, and they said, the guy goes, and you were a pilot too? He goes, oh, yeah, and he goes like this, He's out of his mind. He's a little, nothing of a little boy. A little daddy's boy, born on third base, thought he had a home run, a little nothing of a clown. And that's all it is. Look at the guy up in Canada. That's true dope. He'd be nobody if daddy wasn't Pierre. As George Carlin said, it's one big club and you ain't in it. Correct. And this club is killing us. Correct. And, and the culture of the club is the culture of government, which is the negation of liberty, which is stealing, lying, and killing what the government does well. And we accept it. We accept it. Judge, you know, in New Jersey, you can't use the plastic bags. You can't use paper bags. The other day I went to the supermarket. I had a shopping cart full of materials. I forgot to bring the bags from my car. The woman looks at me and she goes, Judge, why do we let the government do this to us? 
Why can't we have paper bags anymore? Paper. We are a Why nation do we let the government do it to us? We are and a nation of sheep. Yep. And this but is. we're fighting. And on January and July 23rd at 2 p.m. in Kingston, New York, at the four corners of freedom, Judge <laughs> Napolitano, myself, Scott Ritter, Gary Null, and the hot damn band, we're going to have a peace and freedom rally. John and Crown Street, the four corners of freedom. Please be here. This is the beginning of the end if we don't unite for peace. Like that woman said, why don't we do something? We are. Very few of us are talking about peace. We're going to get a peace movement going here. Stop stealing our money, giving it to the military industrial complex to slaughter people all over the world as this country's going down the toilet. And Correct. we have a bunch of crapheads like that little nothing of a clown, General, Attorney General Merrick Garland, a little boy of nothing, a little clown boy who sucks his way into the political system. You know, we talking, have about, to unite. talking about generals, I have to bring in General sir patrick sanders now most people would say all right judge gerald who the hell is that he is the chief military officer in great britain the rough equivalent of the american chair of the joint chiefs of staff two days ago said we are preparing british soldiers to fight world war three it will be a ground war on europe yet again yep now i don't think he could have said that without that other clown, his boss, Boris Johnson, having authorized it. The entire British military, Army, Air Force, Navy, is smaller than the U.S. Marine Corps. I don't know where he thinks he's going and why he would be saying something like that to antagonize Putin needlessly. But, the, but this is the same culture, the globalist culture that wants to fight a war with Putin, the, the Antony Blinken, Jake Sullivan, uh, Prime Minister or Chancellor of, uh, of Germany uh, culture, now enjoyed by the so-called, uh, or joined by the so-called conservatives, they're not really conservatives, in, in Great Britain, who are pushing for this. Uh, Doug McGregor, the great Colonel McGregor, and Scott Ritter, the great uh, military uh, Marine veteran who's going to be with us on uh, July 23rd in Kingston. Both believe that the U.S. State Department wants a ground war with American troops. Yep. They both have said the war is over and Ukraine has lost. Russia controls oh, yeah. enough of the country to control 80% of the gross domestic product. The Ukraine government collects no taxes. It has no tax collectors and nobody's paying their taxes. It exists by the largesse given out by the U.S. government. Why are we still sending that money? Because Tony Blinken wants war. Yep. I don't even know Biden knows this. Ah, well, Biden's Biden. got his own problems. Yeah. I'm pointing to my head. We yeah. all know that. Yeah. But the people running this want war. American people don't. No. And that's why we're having a peace rally. And we're going to push for peace. This is going to be the major movement of this country. General Dwight D. Eisenhower, as you well know, his farewell address, January 17th, 
1961, just before he's leaving office, warns the American people that the military-industrial complex is robbing the nation of the genius of the scientists, the sweat of the laborers, and the future of the children. And boy, have they done it. Yes. And, that, and you mentioned Blinken. Another little daddy's boy. I went to Dalton. I went to Harvard. My daddy, don't you know who my daddy was? I'm a member of the club. You're a nobody. That little lion scum Blinken, there hasn't been a war that he hasn't pushed. Correct. And these little clown boys that love war couldn't fight their way out of a paper bag. And anybody that wants war, put on your military drag, grab your gun, and go over there and fight and die and leave me out of it. I am an American. America first and America only. Well, that was beautifully put. If Tony Blinken wants a war, let him go put a helmet and a flak jacket on and grab an AR-17 and go stand in front of the embassy in Kiev. Yeah. Rather than dragging American youngsters into a fruitless, useless war that the public will never, ever support. Look at the Democrats. Every one of them voted to steal $40 billion of our money to keep bloodying the killing fields of Ukraine. Yes. And only a few Republicans voted against it. This is not my, there was a guy by the name, they, they hate this guy, George Washington. <laughs> across the Delaware, a real man that fought. They do hate him. <laughs> yes, farewell address, no foreign entanglements, and warning us, number one, not to get involved in anything in Europe. Right. He also said, government is not reason, it's force. There you go. And that's why we're so honored to have you, Judge Andrew Napolitano. Nobody says what you says, say with the authority and your judicial background. And we need you to run this country because the people that this, this two-party system has just run it into the ground. Thank you so much. Remember, everybody, come to Kingston. July 23rd, 2 p.m., the Four Corners of Freedom, Crown and John Street, Judge Andrew Napolitano, Scott Ritter, Gary Knoll, myself, and the Hot Damn Band will have vendors, drinks, etc. And tell everybody to come that you can, because if we don't unite for peace, we're going to die in war. Thank you, Judge. Thank you, Gerald. All the best. See you in a few weeks. Okay.